0: This episode is brought to you by Triggered22 LLC, a veteran-owned apparel company. By purchasing a t-shirt, hat, or hoodie from Triggered22, you're not only supporting a small business, but you're bringing awareness to veteran PTSD and suicide. Please help save the lives of those who fought for our freedoms. Visit Triggered22.com now and place your order.
1: Let's help those suffering from invisible wounds. Within the next few days, my daughter just said, Dad, who are you? But who do you want to be? Welcome to the American Grown Podcast hosted by Austin Sullivan. The American Grown Podcast will focus on people from different walks of life and their journey to where they are now. Now, turn up your volume and settle in for a great episode.
0: Hi, I'm Austin Sullivan. This is the American Grown Podcast, recorded inside the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. Today, we have Damian Vargas, owner of RMB Cafe. Damian, welcome to episode 50 of the American Grown Podcast. How you
1: doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Good to see you. Doing well, yeah, it's great to, to see you. you.
0: I'm glad we finally connected. It's been a little while,
1: but yeah, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Thanks for having me on episode 50 episode, congrats fucking right episode yeah, yeah, 50
0: bro. dude the big one like this is this is a big milestone episode 50 you're gonna get to like 500 you know what i'm gonna keep going because everybody has a story to tell and
1: i just i just want to play my part and share share people's stories really yeah i told somebody i was like i was like if i'm episode 50 i need to tell them every 50 i need to be on right not <laughs> no. dang dude. all right well we'll see what we can do no, you know that's funny <laughs> so before we dive
0: uh, into the cafe and what you're currently doing now let's get some background on yourself Damien you know what was life like growing up um, take us through childhood and school and all that
1: I had a loving family growing up um, I want to say thanks thanks to them first off for helping me grow as a person and stuff like that fun in school as you know <laughs>
0: I remember a little bit were you kind of like
1: just not... I wasn't a good student, I'll say that. Just wow. like a troublemaker, kind of, but not like fights and things like that. Just just talking a lot. Growing up was good. Had a normal childhood. Going to my grandparents a lot, hanging out with my family, cousins every weekend. Just growing up as a kid, going to A&M Pizza Shop, if you remember that, on 7th and Lehman. I know
0: right where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was a spot for sure.
1: Yeah. Like, had a go-kart as a kid, so I just... Had a love for driving and things like that, tons of tons of good eating some vacations. but I'll say, my stepdad was a drill sergeant, so one thing about my childhood that I truly loved is like I learned discipline early on, and my discipline was like okay if you're gonna if you're gonna be a troublemaker. Drop down and give me twenty five push ups. <laughs>
0: really, really, that kind of discipline.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't like absurd. You know what I mean. Right. But like, it taught me early on to not like embarrass my mom in public because she would be like in the middle of grocery stores if I would embarrass her. Like as a kid, you know how kids are like screaming. Oh yeah, and stuff yeah, like I know like, exactly. Yeah, she'd be like, drop down, and give me ten. Really, in the eye? Right in, in front of people, <laughs> and I'd be like, I'd be like, no, don't. Dang. I'd be yeah. like, no, it's so embarrassing. She's like, you embarrass me. Yeah. And then I would just have to do it. So it taught me to not do that anymore. I was going to say
0: shout out to your parents because I feel like that, that kind of might be missing a little bit nowadays with some parenting is like kind of that hard, you know, that tough love, that tough love. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I think people think like disciplining your kids means hitting your kids. It yeah. definitely doesn't. No, there's different ways. Yeah, there's right. definitely different ways. Yeah, for sure. I think that's one of the things that's helped me a lot as a person just growing up because like it's tough to go through that as a kid when you're in it. Like, damn, it's embarrassing, but when you yeah. when you grow up and realize as a person, like, through that discipline, it it's helped me.
0: Oh, yeah. I think as a young kid, too, you learn, like, respect, and if your parents just let you get away with murder, right, get away with anything, then it's kind of like, you think you can do that as you get older and get into the real world, right? And the real, the real world is way different than middle school, high school, you know what I mean? That's like a cakewalk. Even though in the time, like you said, you, like, stress about, oh, I got this test, or I got... Whatever it is, this big game coming up, that's all you're thinking about. But then in the real world, it's like everything changes. Yeah. Yeah. Now going from middle school, drop down, give me, give me 25 push-ups, to then like high school and then after high school, like what was that journey like?
1: High school was like similar to that, um, just growing more as a person. Obviously started driving, going more places, experiencing more places in the world, getting more freedom, I would say just because you're out more fun hanging out with friends but like still like it wasn't until like my 11th grade or 12th grade year that i really started like actually doing anything in school like caring at all so it was mostly just like like getting shit grades skipping school uh (laughs) like talking when the teacher's talking on purpose though like just just to be just to be an ass
0: (laughs) but do you think because you were like being a rebel you want to be like a rebel back then or like, looking back kind of. on it now that you're, you know, older and everything. Like... Yeah.
1: I don't know if it was, a, like, I wanted to be a rebel. It was just, like, this is a waste of time.
0: I got you. So you didn't you didn't care. It's, like, F- yeah F it. You know? Like,
1: besides lunch, <laughs> gym class, yeah. and, like, just hanging out after school, I didn't really care about school and sports and stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't know. But then, like, I really started caring. Like, I would say, like, after 11th grade year, didn't go to college or anything like that, but I graduated on time thanks to like my guidance counselors, principal, okay. things like that. I mean, you know, you got questioned by Miss Malinowski the one time.
0: Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, see, my memory's so hazy about like my memory in general is bad. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember how that played out or what it was even about.
1: It was just, I mean, I don't know if I should go fully into it, but with no name drops, but. It was a fun time. Yeah, there we go. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, going from going from high school, no college or schooling. Which I mean, I know you've been. I feel like I used to see you everywhere. Like right? it was like Reds. Um, gosh, where? I mean, you've been working bars for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Bartending
1: yeah. for a while, being a waiter, doing that for a couple of years here, here and there at different other places. Then I started working, like at the Bluebird for a while once COVID happened and, uh, nobody really wanted to work. I was just picking up every shift you could, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, I'll work, I'll work. So there was weeks where I was working like nine, nine, 10 shifts a week. And then I was able to save enough money where I can, uh, stack up for a little bit and do what I did with the cafe.
0: Yeah. So that was your like end goal just to, to hustle, Work as much as you can, make as much money as you can, to then one day have your like your own place. Like was that always a goal? Do you think
1: the goal was to uh, have a food truck? Like I always wanted to have a food truck for a long time, and that's still that's still part of the plan. But it's just developed in a different way where I was able to have a place that's like brick and mortar, right on the corner. It worked out in a crazy way where sometimes you ask for something, and what dev- it develops into can be even greater.
0: Yeah, and you got a great location. For those that don't know, it's Eighth uh, and Lehman. I mean, you're you're right there.
1: Yeah, right by the middle school, right by Monument Park.
0: Yes, exactly. St. Mark's, uh, my grandma's church is out that way. Yeah. Before we jump into that, I got a couple more questions, and I want to start about like the cafe and everything. So, heard. yeah, you had a line on the form you filled out. It was tough days, which led to all the good days. Do you care to like elaborate on that? What that means to you?
1: Yeah, sure. The tough days, which led to the good days, is just you build a resiliency where you find a way to keep pushing. And even on your toughest day, like you're obviously still alive, so you survived it. If you have the courage to keep going through it and keep pushing, eventually it's going to pay off. Consistency pays off. So for me personally, I was in a situation where When COVID was happening, I got in some legal trouble where fines were stacking up. Like I was basically out on bail. I had to go on six months house arrest. While I was stacking up all the money as a bartender and stuff, I had to schedule everything. Like I was living by a schedule for six months. So it really taught me like the way to to plan everything. So that actually, in hindsight, it helped me. And I try to live by a phrase called amor fati. It means the love of your fate, good or bad, because it develops who you are. So even in the bad moments where I was in the beginning, right when I got house arrest, I have a recording on my phone where it says, like I have a recording of the ankle bracelet, and I say, I'm going to turn this into the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I feel like I have been, because I used that time to like mold myself and simply just develop a, like a mindset where you know you'll get it done.
0: Do you mind if I ask what happened to, that you're on house arrest?
1: I can't go too deep into it, but it was like a, a domestic incident essentially where I got put on a temporary PFA and the court systems were closed down due to COVID. A lot of things yeah. were going down and right. then I ended up taking the plea deal just to kind of get it over with and to make sure I could not Go to jail essentially, because there's so much unknown, sometimes in the legal game. And like prosecutors, they'll push for the max just to get you to take the plea. Holy shit! Uh,
0: you took yourself from a low point. You were saving up money, working on this tight schedule because again, being on house arrest. Then you're able to save up the point where you open up R&B cafe, and like I mentioned, right on the corner of Eighth and Lehman. So. I got to ask, what what does the name mean? I see you have it tattooed on your, was it left arm? It's on your shirt. Like what, R&B, what, what does that mean?
1: Well, when COVID basically first started, me and my daughter were in quarantine. Basically, she didn't leave the house for like six, seven weeks, essentially, because we didn't know what was going on. All I really left for was to go to the grocery store and like Home Depot if needed, or like I built a garden throughout the time and... We were just kind of looking for something to do and I was working out every day and I was just trying to be be better each day and we got a bunch of t-shirt machine equipment and started making t-shirts and then it kind of developed into a company because people were ordering shirts and things like that and I was making a t-shirt every day to be better in yeah. and working out in that shirt with like a positive message or something like that on it and I kind of just ask God for discernment for the, for a name of the company. Within the next few days, my daughter just said, dad, who are you? But who do you want to be? Whoa. And then it just kind of clicked. And it, it's a question that we all have to ask ourselves because everybody's telling you who you are, who you should be, but it's up to you. Who are you? Who do you want to be? That's deep. Yeah.
0: Like that's a real deep meaning behind it. And I don't yeah. think a lot of people know that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it has a spin on it because it's like R&B, like music. Yes. So some people think it has something to do with that. That's where my which mind went. Which it, it does have a something to do with that, too, because that's what it's about.
0: Yeah, that's a neat meaning behind it, because I thought, like you said, R&B music right away, but I'm like, there's got to be more to it, like with the heart and everything. So how did you come up with the logo?
1: Yeah, even this logo, that's why I brought this thing in, because it's one of the first things that like me and my daughter created, but... um. I don't know I was just writing the R it was like the first time I was trying to create the, the logo and when I got to the E I just kept continuing it and I was like dang I'm gonna make it a heart when I got to like right here yeah and then I just did the same over here and then the puzzle piece I found as a font on the uh the cricket app so that's why it's on the painting it, it originally was just an and
0: and we'll have pictures on uh, American Grown Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So a follow uh, if you're not. Amen to that. Leave a rating or a review. I greatly appreciate. Facts. it. It doesn't have to be five stars. If you got some negative criticism, I'll take it. No, you, it's got to be five stars. There we go. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> the puzzle piece was just a font, or like, does that puzzle piece mean something in the logo? Yeah,
1: it means something because it's like we're all a piece of the puzzle in the world, and without you. It, it's not completed. Dang. Everybody has a, a purpose to play. Yeah. Everybody has a gift. Even the person you like the least has something to teach you.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more.
1: They could teach you a valuable lesson or just simply what not to be, which is a valuable lesson. So, yeah, it's it's for that.
0: Wow. All right. Let's dive into it. So now, opening up the cafe, when did you open it up and what was the process or the steps like to open up a, a cafe here in Lebanon?
1: The process I want to say it was kind of just one step led to another and you just kind of make a checklist. Some mental, some you actually write it down and you just take it step by step. Like when I first signed the lease to when I first opened was a span of like two months. So I took time to paint the place. My sister sister did most of the work, shout out to Justice. But she painted the place up which coordinating the times took about two months, uh, just getting all the equipment put in, things like that, getting the electric company to do, to get there on time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, what was the original question? My bad.
0: So I was asking like the the process or the steps to open up a business in Lebanon. Like like how what was that like?
1: First off, shout out to Noah Starry. Shout out to Noah because his company bought the building, which. I've lived, across, I've lived a block away from that building for basically my whole life. Like I said, I was going to my grandparents there every weekend and things like that. So from my backyard, I can see the, the cafe. Really? Yeah. And from the cafe, I can like see see my backyard, okay. my camper, things like that. So it was just like it was meant to be. I used to play on that, that park every weekend as a kid. So
0: it's like home. It is home.
1: Yeah. It just seemed like it was meant to be. I asked God for discernment when I knew Noah bought the building he was remodeling he was going to put that space out for commercial rent and i was just like yo i need that he hit me up first cuz he knew i wanted to do something he even told me when i was a bartender at the bird he was like bro he's like you got he's like you got to just open something bro and at the time it was more about fitness because i was doing the the working out every day oh, right. making Drink t-shirts COVID. things like that he's yeah. like you just got to open something but i always had the the dream of opening a food truck and things like that cuz i love to cook like one of my favorite things to do is create with food and uh he bought the building released it for commercial rent i grabbed it asked god for discernment and i felt like i was just being told like the next day like it's now or never so i'm on house arrest not even supposed to technically leave my house because i'm not supposed to leave you know what i mean right right, and i went over and met noah and like signed the lease and and stuff like that and like basically gave the direct deposit for the for the renovations because I had to put a good chunk down for renovations which another lesson I learned while working as a bartender is I don't know at one point I just had this this kind of vision I'll say is because I just started saving every five dollar bill I made for two years and at the time in the beginning I didn't even know why but I just every five dollar bill I would save Sometimes I would pay myself out just in fives and put it away. And then when I signed the lease, I put down what I collected as half the down payment or paid for half of the renovations right there with just like saving just fives. So it taught me like the power of consistency and just planning for ahead. So it took a while to get everything done. So from the time I actually talked to Noah about it and like solidified the deal, was february of 2022 by the time i actually like signed the lease was june 1st of 2022 yeah and then i opened august 1st soft open which is the anniversary of my grandfather's passing and my grandfather was a huge inspiration in my life shout out regina vargas was a huge inspiration to uh my journey and stuff and he really taught me cuz I was never a coffee drinker growing up but he taught me the passion and like the love for cooking and he loved coffee. Like wow. that's how he'd start his day, that's how he'd drink his eat his lunch, you know what I mean? Cup of coffee, he needed yeah. his coffee. So it made me realize like people people love it every day. It's hard to sell somebody a sandwich every day. You might want pizza, you might want wings, you might want something. Burger, fries, whatever. But it is, like yeah. a lot of people drink coffee 7 days a week. Yeah. At least 5. At least, yeah. The least work days, you to know what I mean? work, right, right. So right. it's a great way to create regulars. Yeah. So that's why I had the idea, even beyond the food truck, it was like, okay, so we're going to do a cafe, because it's a way to, to get people in that want to come every day, and then you sell them a sandwich here or there, and then you kind of just build a brand, and then kind of grow it into something that can lead to other things like maybe one day i'll open a pizza shop maybe one day i'll open a wing spot you know what i mean yeah yeah so i i realized starting with a cafe was just like what the city needed kind of a spot where you can come and feel like home and you can hang out for three or four hours you know what i mean and just chill that's why i built the the arcade play games yeah just trying to create it like where it's a second home
0: It's an awesome spot, and uh, shout out to Noah Starry. He was uh, on episode eight of the podcast, so if you haven't heard that, everybody listening, I recommend you check it out. Give it a listen. Uh, His story is is pretty cool as well, but uh, so really- Yeah, he's a great dude. He is. Yeah, Yeah. Noah is a great guy, and he's doing a lot of good for the City of Levin, and you know taking old homes, old buildings, and really revitalizing it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, the building I'm in is called the- originally, it's called the Monument Park House. So it's it's right on the corner, 8th and Lehman, like we talked about earlier. Monument Park is right across the street. So it was a, like a, I want to say it was a nine-bedroom boarding home, is what people told me, for women. Oh, wow. And those women are actually the ones that, like, got it as a plan and cr- were the original creators, kind of, of the park. Really? Yeah, and it took them, like, 10 years overall to get it done. I have, like, a poster at the cafe about it. Yeah. Even, even at the, in the apartment that the cafe is underneath the original mailbox is there and it's like a brass, a brass mailbox. It says the Monument Park house. Wow. When I was naming the cafe, I had already had R and B and things like that. And I was trying to think of a name for the cafe. I was going to name it Monument Park cafe just cause it's right there yeah. things like that. But then I thought about the growth of the company and like what the mission is that I had because R&B is bigger than a cafe. It started with fitness. One day I want to have a gym. I think it could truly lead in a way somehow to a church. Like I had a lady say it to me today, and we can get into that then, that conversation I had with her later. But um, R&B is just a a branch of it. You know what I mean? Like I do the catering, things like that. I have the clothing still. I'm just trying to create... I don't know. I'm trying to create something here. Yeah. Oh, you are,
0: you are. And I feel like, like you just said, naming it Monument Park would really narrow it down. It it limits you, what you can do. So now when people get to the cafe, when they walk in the front doors, what can they see? Like uh, paint a picture for us.
1: Well, when you first walk in, there is a four top, like four top barstools with a bar basically that's set right in front of where I cook your food and get your coffee. So it really creates a a place where I can have great conversations and things like that and be more personable. But there's also lower seating, there's booth seating. Um there's a second room. Well, first off there's there's a bunch of like candies, snacks, cheesecakes all in front on the front counters. But if you go up into the second room, there's chalkboard for kids to draw on, there's a bookshelf, there's more booth seating. There's like a little recliner chair to chill out if you want and another set of four hard four high barstools and then there's an arcade in the back a black light arcade which is free if you guys want to ever check it out got thousands of games on it from atari all the way to playstation one basically wow that's cool that's really yeah they're like they're modded machines yeah yeah
0: Nice, okay.
1: Some of the food which you brought here... These are called alpaca bombs. Alpaca bombs. Trademark yeah, pending. Alpaca bombs. No.
0: Trademark pending. <laughs> yes, but that's like your your theme, right? Your theme is alpaca.
1: Yeah, alpacas because like, um, I'll be honest, throughout my like teenage years and adulthood, I've smoked a lot. So I had, I generated the nickname kind of, people would call me alpaca because alpaca bowl, Yeah, I got you. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So So, that's how you came up with it. So like I I have a...
0: Hold on, I got to smell these. Damn, dude. As soon as you open them up, I can smell the peanut butter and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the alpaca bombs are just like a selection of different treats. They're kind of think Think of like a peanut butter bomb, but different variations. So right here he has peanut butter, peanut butter Oreo, Nutella donut. Oh, wow. And a chocolate chip cookie. But we, we have like 30 flavors usually in and out of house. But different cheesecakes, which are not made by me, but they're made by a friend. Um, she has a Facebook page called The Cheesecake Lady, if you want to look that up and follow her. She has great stuff. We usually try to carry Sweet Sadie's cupcakes. Oh, she's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to get some of her uh, cake jars because those look amazing too.
0: Yes, we actually have some in the fridge at the house. Oh, my God. Yeah, we just got some. Everything she does is really, really good. One of the best, and it tastes good too. For the people that like haven't tried Sweet Sadie's custom cakes, not only does she design and create an awesome piece of artwork, but it tastes really good.
1: Yeah, I, really good. I I haven't gotten one of her like actual cakes made. Me and her were friends for a while, so I I told her I always told her once I get something, I want to have her cakes there. So then we just we had to get them. You know what I mean?
0: For sure. What else can people order? because um, I know I see on Facebook you're always posting something that looks delicious all the time.
1: Well, the way alpaca bombs originally got created is when I first opened up, Like I was like, oh, I can make peanut butter balls, And then I just started looking around one day and I was like, oh, I can make this, I can make that. And I just, now I have a, it's basically an alpaca bomb drawer where I just, I put a bunch of treats in there and then I just, when I have some free time here or there, I just create. Because I love to create, like I said, it's one of my favorite things to do because it puts you in like a flow state. Where it's just like, all right, this will work with that. This will work with that. I mean, sometimes I'm sure you feel it with this type of stuff. Because, I mean, you have a passion for it. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially when you start getting into it, yeah. having good conversation and, and learning, you know, what the other person does across from you. It's an outlet. And I think that's what this is for you. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: But like some of the other items on the on the menu, one of the fan favorites is called the THC. Okay.
0: <laughs> I love the Oddly enough, Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I
1: mean? I'll pack a bowl. You got to pay homage to the right sometimes but uh it's it's turkey ham and cheddar on a glazed donut and then it's panini pressed the glaze kind of gets like caramelized in a way where it gives it like a funnel cake flavor and some people are skeptical because they're like oh how they're like how will it taste the sweet salty and stuff like that but trust me it works you gotta try it
0: (laughs) how did you come up with that because i remember i think i remember seeing pictures of that on facebook and i'm like is that is that like is that really good like how did nah, you come good. up with that? It's good. You just were like, boom, I'm doing this?
1: Well, I always wanted to have a menu where I had a donut sandwich. Just because as a kid, I was always creating stuff, and I made one. Made one with a cheeseburger before. It's really good with a cheeseburger if oh, you wow. haven't tried one. Okay, okay. Even like, I think Arugas has that on their menu, a donut cheeseburger. But THC, that's mine.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So you have the a pack of bombs. You have a, uh, what else do you say?
1: I have a sandwich on the menu called the Cinnabom. So it comes on uh, two Cinnabons. It's ham, cheddar cheese, honey pecan cream cheese, and apple butter. And then that's panini pressed. It's really good. I have one called the RM Beef. Yeah, you know what I mean? I beef. I you, right. <laughs> and then it, that's a garlic bread with Ooh. roast beef, spinach, a garlic herb cream cheese, and uh, Gouda cheese. And like all these are panini pressed. But then on the like I tried to hit all taste notes. So I have a, one called The Real Wrap, and it's a buffalo chicken wrap. Got the spicy there. Yeah. I have a dessert sandwich, funny story behind it, called The Nuckin' Futs. The Nuckin' Futs? Yeah, because it's fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's that's it's wild. on chocolate chip bread. Yeah. Peanut butter, strawberries, bananas, honey pecan cream cheese, honey, and then cinnamon toast crunch, and then that's panini pressed. Holy so it's like cow. nice and toasted. But... That was on a camping trip the summer right before I opened the cafe. I went on a week camping trip because I knew I was going to be like locked into the cafe for a while, just working and stuff. So I wanted to get just out in nature, just chill for a week. So after dinner the one night, we were like, dang, let's make some peanut butter and jelly on the on the open fire. And then we just kept adding ingredients, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. being, being potheads. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we just kept adding, I love it. We just kept adding <laughs> <laughs> ingredients. And yeah. I was like, dang, I'm going to put this on the cafe menu called the Knuck and Futs. Nuck and Futs. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. And it just... Yeah. Because that saying is from a, a, a movie with... Um, what's his name? David Spade. It's called like Dickie Roberts or something. He's okay. He's like a childhood actor. He's like, that's Knuck and Futs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what's your most popular item on your menu?
1: It's tough to say. I have one called the Sweet Victory too, which is Lebanon sweet bologna, cream cheese white cheddar on a croissant toasted and yeah. like that's a great seller but i would say the thc the arm beefs up there it's tough to say like i want to come out, i've been open over a year and i want to develop a new menu because i'm always putting out new things but it's hard to know which sandwiches to take off yeah I see you what know you're what i mean right because right, right. i have a chalkboard menu and i had my friend laura shout out to laura she's real good at like chalkboard art With, uh, like doing menus. Yeah. So I had her do it. So to coordinate her to do a whole new menu all the time is tough. I see what you're saying. And my handwriting's trash.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I got that same problem. My handwriting's. I'm I'm a lefty,
1: so when you write with chalk. Southpaw. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Got you. You know, as, as you're working, going through life, how do you honor God in your daily life?
1: I will say, constantly talking to Him, mentally, even out loud, prayer. When I wake up and my alarm goes off, I I look over. My dogs are both standing up staring over my body. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, I I pray. Like the first thing I do is pray, take them out, just try to get ready for the cafe day. Before I leave my house, pray, and just try to stay in a constant dialogue with God and just try to lead with faith, try to ask God for guidance and discernment. Because one one thing I learned is is if you ask God for it and you're willing to wait and listen, he'll give it to you. Maybe not necessarily when you're ready for it. Or it'll be when you're ready for it, but maybe not when you thought it was supposed to happen. Like I always wanted a food truck, but if I would have had the food truck when I wanted it, I wouldn't have been able to go through the life experiences that led to me having a cafe, which could lead to a food truck and lead to multiple. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Gym,
0: clothing line, all that stuff. Yeah.
1: So that's why, like, back to the phrase amor fati, you really have to just take things as they come and respect it, good or bad, Yeah. and realize it's for a purpose.
0: Yeah, amor fati, I had to look that up because I'm like, what the... I was like, what the hell does this mean? And, uh, yeah, love of one's fate. So let me ask you this. Do you believe, like, everything's kind of planned out for you and you just, you're going through life and, like, things happen...
1: Well, we have free will. That's the biggest gift we were given, almost, as human beings, in my opinion, because we have the ability to choose right or wrong. So whether you choose right or wrong, God already knew.
0: Wow, yeah. He knows what you're going to do before you even do it.
1: Yeah, but those decisions still lead to your fate. Your fate could be potentially bad, which you could look at as there's nothing to be thankful for, if yeah. you lead a, a life that's bad and then bad things happen to you because you're a bad person or the opposite is true.
0: Yeah. And more fatigue. Phenomenal. Yeah, because I didn't know what that meant. I was like, what does this mean? Like, I learned something new.
1: Yeah when, I was, yeah, when I was really going through it, like, legally and stuff. Because what was basically happening to me is I was... I don't want to... Like you said, like, I don't want to... I forgive everybody that's harmed me and things like that but like prosecutors were really acting like i was this criminal and horrible and like to get back to this it's funny it's it's very ironic that we're talking about the story because the thing that i got kicked out of class for that you had to talk to the principal about is because you were taking yearbook pictures okay for the class honestly
0: i don't remember so like i'm
1: no it's all good okay yeah okay i was taking pictures yeah yeah, i remember this because it's like a funny crazy story because i was the one in trouble Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Did I get you in trouble? No, no, no. Oh, okay. All you right. actually helped me get out of trouble, which is fucking right, which dude. is funny. Knuckles yeah, on that. All yeah. Right, for all
0: right. Right. So I was taking pictures for yearbook. Yeah. For you season. were taking
1: yeah. pictures for yearbook, and I was second in line out of the whole class. Like it was one by one in the hallway, and when it got to me, I said to the whole class, "I was like, up oh, mugshots, guys," and like the whole class started laughing, and the teacher looked over at me and she goes, "Yeah, Damien Vargas, you better get ready for that," and this was twelfth grade year, like right, oh, yeah. it was like. It was like right at the end you of the know, year when we're about to graduate. I do kind of remember this shit. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you better get used to that. Like I was going to be in and out of jail my whole life. You know what I mean? And I I told her, like, I, I swear to God I said this. I was like, you know what? And I'm not going to name drop but I said, you know what? You talk a lot of shit. And then I walked out in the hallway to get my picture taken by you. And she goes, that is it. And then walked me to the principal's office. Damn. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do kind of remember this. And crap.
1: then you kind of, and then I went and told my story yeah well she originally went and told her story which and i was outside of the room and and then i went in the office and told my story and she left back to the classroom obviously then after that after i talked to the principal which i'm still cool with this principal to the this day which is awesome and she's been to the cafe and everything it's awesome oh that's great but um she had you come in and you like kind of I don't want to say lied and say, I didn't swear yeah, and stuff like that. But you like corroborated my story. Cause what she did was, what she did was wrong. Even they said that to me, like you can't say that to a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I you do. Kind
0: of, of, I remember this shit. Your memory is really freaking good, dude. Yeah. Like Holy even, cow.
1: even as a bartender and stuff and as a server, what, what made me like able to be really efficient and good at the job overall is I never write things down. Yeah. You I don't. just, yeah, you I do. just like try to remember the orders and stuff because it really develops your memory which is a skill yeah for sure and like all skills like they have to be worked at yeah to be better so that's one way i try to train myself to do it
0: and i think my thing was just and again i can't remember the exact particulars but to me it's like yeah you don't you don't say it to anybody like how who are you to say what your future is going to be or what this guy or this girl's future is going to be like and if you put that out there that negativity like you know, shame on you because, like, you can you can be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want, you know, and, and to judge a high school kid or middle school, in this case it was high school, but, like, it's not right.
1: Well, it's all good because it came full circle, basically, because I was never in trouble legally until 10 years later exactly, essentially, um, in 2020, and I graduated in 2010. But I never actually, like, went to jail, jail, you know what I mean? Like, I was, I got a bench warrant, had to go in, bailed out, things like that. You get your court date, things like that. But I ended up working at the bird and things like that and then ended up seeing that teacher all the time. Yeah. And getting tip money from them. I forgive them and things like that obviously because I wasn't a good student like I said. I was I was an ass. But like but you, you don't care, you still yeah. don't say that to a kid like they're right. going to be in and out of jail. That's what
0: I'm saying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No matter what age cuz then like that's in there. I feel like that's just in your mind all the time, especially in that, like, younger... You're so impressionable, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it ended up working out. Good, good. I'm glad I was able to, to help. I, I mean, to me, I probably told the truth. I don't know. Maybe I did fib. Maybe I didn't. I can't remember. But, hey, it worked out. And now now look at you. You got a freaking your own cafe. So, on the form, you had said something along the lines. You want to create a new culture in Lebanon. What What to you does, like, a new culture look like?
1: First off... I'll say, the culture of Lebanon isn't bad overall. I've met some amazing people that, without the cafe, I would not have met. Every person that walks through that door, I always say it's by divine appointment, because it's like when they're supposed to come in, they do. It always leads to some crazy conversation that's usually like almost life-changing for me or them. It's yeah. it's crazy, which is what I ask for. Like I asked God to place me in a position where I can provide for my whole family, uh, help the community, guide kids, because I have a kid, guide other kids right by the middle school, just be great each and every day, lead by faith, live by accordance to His will. Like when people ask for anything that I want, ask for God's will over my life. Because if you live within that, you can't miss. But a lot of people, when especially online, Because online people have a mob mentality sometimes. So there's so much negativity towards Lebanon. Like the mayor's a problem or this city official's a problem or the streets are getting worked on all the time or everything's negative usually. Which for a healthy culture, for a healthy community, it can't be that way. And it's not necessarily like too many people's issue as far as like being the problem. But we all can do our part to make it better simply by holding the door for somebody, smiling at somebody, walking past somebody. And instead of just looking at your phone like they don't exist, saying hi, saying, how's your day? Even if you don't even have to stop. Like I have a new rule, basically, unless people are wearing headphones because they don't pay attention at all then. Yeah. But um, just if they become within like a foot and a half of me at any point, I have to say something to them. Because you never know how many people are just walking through life day after day, week after week sometimes, which can lead to how long, who knows, where nobody's noticing them, where people walk by them all day and they can feel like they don't exist. So if I can just do my part and make sure I'm making my duty to act like everyone does and give a word of encouragement, smile even, even if you don't say anything, head nod simply. Just acknowledgement. Everybody wants to be acknowledged. Exactly. So if everybody can feel that and everybody can start doing that, it's like the pay it forward system. It's going to lead to healthier relationships, more positive community. People will talk more. That's one simple way people can do it without any money. That's that's something you can start with tomorrow. But, I mean, one way with money is is people can collectively build a community center for the kids' youth, not necessarily, um, it almost has to be free or somehow, like, state-funded or something like that where there's grants involved to make sure it's affordable to everyone, which the YMCA does do a great job of that, and the YMCA runs tons of programs and things like that, but we just need more of it, mm-hmm. more of it, yeah. even if there was a second YMCA. You know what I mean? Even put people put money towards that. Yeah, just help your neighbor. Like the first thing is love God with all your heart. Second is love your neighbor. So yeah. that's that's how you build a strong community. You got to be helpful. And that's one, one of the biggest reasons that I put the cafe where I did. And throughout the future, I will always put future cafes because I want to have multiple, obviously. And let the company grow is I always want to put it where it's needed, not necessarily where it will be the most profitable right away. Or the most noticed right away. Yeah. Because I could have put it in Cornwall or somewhere like that. Like where the expo center is, where all those new shops are. Right. And it's great right away. But it's like there's already stuff there. So I wanted to put it in the, in the right in the center of the city. And it just worked out that I lived right there. It was like it was meant to be. Like that building, I don't know if you know. But when I went in to do the renovations, the floors were so old you could see like basically holes to the basement. No, I didn't know that. So Noah's plan was just to put the flooring in make the bathrooms all new, put the AC units in, and then rent it out. So I had all the counters built in. I had an extra, like if you if you do go in where the arcade is, it's connected kind of to the bathroom, so they build a wall, and I had them build that room to be an extra storage room. But then one thing led to another, and it turned into the arcade. I was in there one night with one of the arcade machines. I shut the door, and I was like, oh, I can put this blacklight. So I just Basically, locked myself in there yeah. for the night and just started blacklight painting everything. And now it's like one of the coolest spots. And it's free. It's a free arcade. So it doubles down as like a waiting room when I get real busy and stuff like that. Where parents want to have a conversation instead of getting bugged to go home, their par- their kids want to stay.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And I feel like you do. You got a great location because you got the middle school, mm-hmm. right? The middle school is right there. You're in
1: pretty much downtown, you know, center Lebanon. Yeah. It's a huge spot for kids yeah. uh, in the morning before school and after.
0: Do they come in like. Do you have regulars that come in? Like yeah, it's hilarious. Is it? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, this is the second year that I've basically been open for them, but I was open all year last year, and my schedule was different, so I was only open three days a week during the school. Okay. During the school week. Yeah. Now I'm open basically all five, but last year in the beginning, kids would walk in. They'll be like, "I'll take my my usual." And like being a bartender for all those years, a usual means a Manhattan or <laughs> a vodka, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. a vodka and tonic uh-huh. or whatever like that, or a, 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 a lager. And they're just talking about a hot chocolate, <laughs> yes. and a hot chocolate yeah. and a donut, or a coffee, right. or a Gatorade or something. That's like, I take my regular. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's That's just awesome. funny. And then as time developed, I just started putting more stuff out on the counter space, and yeah, the kid, the kids love it. And I, I have a bunch of like positive sayings all painted around the place and pictures and things like that the arcade's free so they can come in and play before school and get a positive uh word of encouragement or like positive influence to start their day yeah and i always try to remind myself you never know like to keep myself like motivated and stuff all the time is you never know if like that kid right there first off it reminds me of myself most of them but you never know if you're gonna be the only like positive influence in their whole day. Right. So you better bring it.
0: What you're doing is really impacting the youth of Lebanon, you know, and it's good to give them that positivity, give them something good to eat, especially in the morning. You know what I mean? Get them, get them off to school. So now what is the future of the cafe? Like, what does that look like to you?
1: I want to still have a food truck. So I want to incorporate that into it somehow. Cause then I can do fairs, things like that. And it's essentially a a moving billboard. You can be anywhere. I can still have the cafe right there. I do the catering and things like that. So I'd love to keep developing the catering aspect of it because it is fun to do, and it's it's a way to feed a lot of people at once, which is just yeah. it's just cool to do. You know what I mean? But I I think the plans are to keep developing those things. I want to eventually branch out and have multiple cafes one day, and like have each one. Be rooted the same, but have their own little spin to it. Like, not everyone will be a cookie-cutter piece of the last one. I see what you're saying, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll almost be like a, this is the next step. in the, we're better now. You know what I mean? Like, grow each time. And that's what the essence of R&B is. It's like, you have the opportunity to grow each day, be better. And that's what this company's going to do.
0: What does mental strength look like to you? And you had on here that your faith helps to build your mental strength and that you're currently reading through the Bible. Like, is there a certain verse that stands out to you? I know John three 16 is a big one for a lot of people. Uh, for God so loved the world. He gave his one and only son uh, for whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So I guess I threw a lot at you, but like mental strength, what does that look like to you? And then do you believe that your faith, you know, has helped?
1: It all starts with faith, everything because I feel like without first first faith th- starts off with a belief you believe what you can't see, and then you believe long enough, and that belief becomes what you know, and like it's like there's no other way, and then through that is what develops the mental strength because then you develop a and you still have your you still have your days of doubt, you still have moments of doubt all the time. Everybody does. You're still human. Yeah. You're always going to be. But you develop a mindset where it's no matter what, God's got this. This is part of his plan. We're going to get it done. We're going to push the plow. Keep your head to the plow. You reap what you sow. If you don't reap, and if you don't put in hard work, you can't you can expect to be blessed by God's grace because we're all sinners and we can't guarantee salvation. Only Christ can. But you can be sure that through your hard work and your faith and your like diligence and discipline, you will be rewarded for those things. Maybe not on your time, but eventually, when God's ready for it, to give it to you. And if you just go through tough moments, you lean on that. Like my shirt. It's funny you asked about the Bible verses and things like that. On the back of my shirt, it's John 13, 7, which essentially is Jesus replied. And he said, you don't understand what I'm doing now, but one day you will. Yeah. One day you'll understand. And that's how you get through it. That's how you develop mental strength. It's like, you don't understand. When I was going through those moments, when I was driving myself to Lancaster to serve my bench warrant, and I didn't know if I was going to go to jail for the next six months on that car ride. To Lancaster and I just talked to a police officer on the phone for an hour and he was helping me guide through it and he was essentially believing me and telling me he's gonna write a letter of recommendation to the judge to release me and not put me in that day Mm -hmm. and like just driving yourself to Lancaster like it's 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 crazy to go through those moments where all you have is the trust in God Because then when life gets easier, you still lean on that. You understand. It's like, bro, I got through those moments. Like, I can get through anything. Through Christ, you can do all things. You lean on Christ, you can get through anything. I mean, that could lead to you might die, but that that was your time.
0: Oh, yeah, I believe that 100%.
1: That was your time. You can still do everything. I believe everybody's essentially immortal until your God-given time.
0: Yeah, when your ticket gets called... There's you know there's nothing you do to stop it. It's it's meant to be. It's your time. So now, are there any mentors that have helped you along the way that you wanted to shout out? I know you I know you shouted out some, but are there any others you wanted to shout out?
1: Yeah, certainly. I don't necessarily like unless I'm at the cafe. I listen to like gospel channels and stuff on the radio and stuff to have positive music playing. Like I don't even turn off the radio when I leave. Like it's playing right now just to leave positivity. Yeah. Always, positive all the energy. Time. Yeah, yeah, for sure so when i'm at the gym or something i do a lot of sauna work which has helped me develop mental strength a lot because and patience and help with like anxieties and thoughts and things like that um i listen to a lot of motivational speaking i listen to jim rome uh eric thomas les brown earl nightingale ed mylett even tony robbins guys like David Goggins, Dave, definitely David Goggins yeah. for sure. Yeah, um,
0: American grown podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, right answer. <laughs> well, the thing is, I yeah. I don't necessarily
1: yeah. listen to podcasts because they're conversations, and it's hard for me to listen to them in the in the sauna necessarily, because I like to listen to those like straight through, and those are like two hours. I
0: what you're saying. Right, or
1: not not necessarily two hours. Yours isn't that isn't that long, but. I don't know. It's it's more like I like to listen to guys like really giving a speech. Like motivation. Motiva- yeah, really yeah, hardcore like, motivation. Yeah, like motivation. Yeah. Like if have you heard of like Eric Thomas? Yeah. Like you know how Goggins is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Goggins right. is more for like get your shit together. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. He's not really like conversational guy. Right. He can do it. His good content is him like just get your shit together. Just being hardcore, yeah, yeah, being yeah. himself. So I listen to those types of things. But yeah, I listen to the Rogan podcast. I listen to yours. I listen to a buddies that just started. He has a a funny name. It's called Queso Frito. Yeah, follow him. Fried cheese. On Instagram. Yeah, yeah, fried cheese. He just started up. He's had it for a while, but he just started up again. I'm going to start trying to do it soon. Yeah. I have a couple great ideas for podcasts. Um, One of the things I want to do is just interview all the followers of the cafe. Start off with like the original first few (sighs) that came in and developed as regulars. That's a great idea. Ask them what their first original thoughts are of the cafe, things like that. Um, what they think now, where they think the cafe could lead to, about their life if they wanted to get into it. Right. I kind of just have to let it develop how it will.
0: If you need any tips on like yeah, for sure, stuff, you'd, be the, well, yeah, you'd yeah. be the guy. Well, yeah, you'd be the
1: guy to go to for yeah. sure. American grown podcast. You American grown. Deal. <laughs> yeah, you, you already know. No, I love the idea behind yours too. It's just like getting out, finding locals that are doing their thing. Yeah. Like people you've you've known, people you don't know people you are inspired by, things like that. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Like, we're all human. We all want to interact with each other, learn about each other. And I just feel like it's a need. You know, we got the radio station, which does phenomenal work. And you got social media and stuff. But for one, like, between Blue Corner Photography and Color Tech here for sales, and then friends and family, I know a lot of people. And I might not know them like they're my best friends or, like, family. But, like, I've heard of them. So it's like... Let's just learn more about each other and also spread the word. And if I can help, you know, businesses or nonprofits make more money, get more followers, you know, because it's not all about the money at the end of the day. It's, you know, some of the biggest things you can do is just share people's posts, follow on Facebook and Instagram, leave ratings, positive reviews on Google. Oh, man, those those are like Yeah, because it leads to hits. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The algorithm, it it triggers the algorithm. Um, Anytime
1: somebody searches a cafe, when you leave a positive review. I might be the one of the first to pop up. One thing that's nice is R and B; it starts with an A, so yeah. like alphabetically, it you're puts you at, at the top, top too. You're at the top. Like if you're at, unless you pay for sponsorship, if you're just say if you're looking up something on Google Maps, if you're not set to like closest to me, if my cafe starts with a Z, I'm gonna be at the end.
0: Yeah, I got <laughs> it's you. Weird. Yeah, yeah. It's weird yeah, stuff it's, like that. It is. It is. Hey, are you are you good? You need a little more? Yeah, Sorry, sure. Good. All right, cool. We'll, we'll fill it up. All right, Let's jump back into it. I'm working on doing you know in the next year or two maybe getting sponsors and i want to do something like let's take a sip break you know because we'll be sipping on something it doesn't have to be alcohol and then it'll be uh this sip was brought to you by r&b cafe or something like that That'd be dope. you know yeah so that's one of the things i've been working on iced coffee yeah exactly right yeah. iced coffee whatever it is but anyway okay let's get back into it
1: one yeah. one thing real quick one thing i like about your podcast too is you try to highlight like what locals are doing and just bring a positive light to them And it's what I try to do with, like, the local love spotlight videos that I do for restaurants and things like that and other businesses. Because as a business, I know what it's like to, A, have to pay for sponsorship or, like, ads and things like that. But online, I try not to do as much because I tried to figure out the algorithm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I try to help other businesses as much as I can, whether it's advice or just making a video for them highlighting what they do. And it's kind of like a way for me to have fun and review it because I'm going to eat the food anyway.
0: Yes, you might as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think it's a great idea what you're doing across the board. Like, you know, you could do R&B News or like R&B. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: R&B com- News is already on Facebook if you all want to follow.
0: There we go. I thought I saw that. Darn it. Yeah. Okay, man. I thought I original how about R&B uh, Community Spotlight or something like that?
1: Well, there's an R&B Prayer commu- – uh, it's called the R&B Prayer Community. That's on Facebook too. It's I just started that like two weeks ago. But I just feel like we needed... There's tons of negativity on Facebook groups and stuff like that. So I figured... And someone had previously asked me to do it. So shout out to them. But uh, I feel like we needed a place where we could commonly come and share uh, motivational pictures or scripture or personal prayers that you may need for yourself or your family and things like that. So yeah. I created that page too. And then I have R&B Cafe, obviously.
0: Right. Well, that's a good segue. So what motivates you to be the best version of yourself
1: god i feel like he's every day when i wake up i have a purpose and it's up for him to decide where that leads to but i feel like i have to put in the work to become the best version of myself so i can be ready for the moments that he's going to place me in and if i'm not it's because it's my own fault for not the, for the preparation or the mental strength of just being able to get through the moment. Cuz I'll tell you like when I'm going through a catering moment and it's a lot of pressure cuz yeah. it's a, you got to feed a lot of people. You can't fail. You know right. what I mean? That's right. a lot of that's a lot of bad reviews. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. Might, you might mess around on a catering review and if you're feeding 100 people, <laughs> 50 people might go leave a review, shut your company Seriously, down. Seriously.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll that'll wipe you off. You know yeah. What I mean you get 51-star Google reviews. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you have to be careful that's when you pressure. do those things. So
1: yeah. And I ask for that because the only way to develop anything great is pressure. And God gives his greatest pressurized moments to his greatest things. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. What are you most passionate about?
1: I want to say what I'm most passionate about is just being able to live in a way and I'm a human. We're all human. Only Christ can be perfect. But I'm trying to live in a way where if people look at my life, they can see God and see that like if this guy can get through all his struggles and all his pains and sorrows and negative things and create triumph out of it and walk through the valley cuz we're all going through a valley yeah each each and every one of us and it's we just got to keep sticking to the mission cuz you look behind you you trip up so one of my passions is trying to lead that way where i can help everyone like my original prayer was place me in a position where i can provide for everyone but that doesn't mean necessarily money that's just one aspect of it even more important than money because money can't buy love money can't buy happiness for sure money can buy fun moments but i'm trying to lead in a way where people can see can see god and see that there's kind of no other way it's like if this guy can get it done through all his moments these moments i can get i can get it done too and that's what i'm basically most passionate about and a lot of things stem from that but that's where it's all rooted.
0: The items you brought with you, the pack of bombs, you we already went over that. Yeah. I'm going to keep them. I'm going to enjoy them, but and I'll take pictures of them. But let's go over just real quick to reiterate the drawing that you and your your daughter made and then also the uh the embroidered patch there like just just talk about them and
1: the reason I uh, brought this is cuz when we did the blacklight arcade this this pen drawing, it's done with blacklight pens. Okay. And it was like the first thing we did when we opened up that spot. So I brought that in, but the original logo was created like the same week that she came up with the name. And it was just like when I got to the E of writing R, because it's A-R-E and B. Like, what are you or who are you? What do you want to be? So A-R-E, and then when I got to the E, I just kept going with the uh, end of it. And I drew the heart, and then that's obviously a picture of it. But then this right here is an embroidery part that is going to go on a hat which will be pretty dope. But I have a friend named Daisy. She came into the cafe and now she has a, a company basically called divine designs, which is still developing the hats. They'll be out soon, which you can get R and B cafe on eighth and Lehman. <laughs> Just going
0: to ask, where can you get them? But yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Perfect. And you know, we'll get pictures up on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so now how can our listeners connect with you and follow along on your journey?
1: First off, I know almost everyone has a Facebook at this point, but you can go follow R&B Cafe depending where you're from, r b Cafe Lebanon, PA. It's a picture of the outside window, which is like a cross, says R&B Cafe, pretty self-explanatory. You can follow Instagram, it's r and Cafe. I think it's just r and Cafe. I'd have to actually look at I it. I think so. Yeah. But that one's simple enough. The way the algorithm works, it's crazy because, I mean, you know. They're owned by the same people, basically. But, like, I I have a, a different following. Like, it's just how it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The following
0: yeah. so different yeah. on Instagram and Facebook. It's, like, older demographic on Facebook. Yeah. But, yeah, Facebook is really active. Or Instagram, it's younger kids. But sometimes I don't always feel like it's as active. Like, you could have, like, 10,000 followers on Instagram. But, yeah, like, only 100 people like it. And I did check. It's uh, R and B Cafe. So, it's spelled out on, uh, on Instagram. Heard. Yeah, um, and then they can come into the store, get some delicious food, get some alpaca bombs, in the future, some hats. Do you have shirts too you're selling there right now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We do shirt orders. Um, I have a painting on the wall right when you walk in. It's behind the coffee machine. It's like, it's basically like almost a centerpiece of it. It was the last thing to get painted at the cafe. And I just was asking for like two weeks, basically, like right before I opened, I was like, God, what should I put there? It's got to speak to me. And then one night I was there at like 11 at night and I just looked over at the painter's tape and I just started taping up a cross. And then I was like, after I got the the cross taped up perfectly, which took like, you wouldn't even imagine like to get things even takes crazy amount of measurements with a taping measure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But then I just started taping up a heart and then I made it like a, I don't know, it's a cool painting. You'll have to come in and see it. I do need to come in. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I make that into shirts now. So even if you want to get one of those, if you see it, it's twelve dollars. You can get those made. You can get the original R&B Cafe shirts or R&B shirts, however you want. Because it started with a fitness company, so we do fitness clothing, things like that too.
0: Get out there and support R&B Cafe. Get out there and see Damien. Enjoy some great food. Drop some money and uh, you know support the local community. So before we close out, is there anything else that you'd like the listeners to know?
1: If you give it all to God, He's gonna take care of it. All your worries all your pains. It might not be on your own time. You might have to go through pressurized moments, but continue to walk through the valley because God's going to walk right with you every step of the way. And one thing I want to always tell people is, biblically it says, where two or three in my name, there I am also. But what you have to understand is Christ dwells within you. So if you're there and Christ's there already within you, you can just talk to God at any moment and He's always there with you even when you're by yourself, even in your loneliest moments, even when you feel like the world's not listening. I know what it's like to feel pushed away. I know what it's like to feel like you're not heard. But there is joy in the morning, and you just got to stick to that path. Keep walking through the valley. God's going to guide you through it. Stay focused. Stay disciplined. Keep pushing. Become better each day. Let go. Let God. And don't forget, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. God bless.
0: Amen. Damien Vargas, owner of RB Cafe and the American Grown Podcast and the Color Tech Creative Solution Studios, thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, of course, bro. Thanks for having me. To see
0: photos of today's guests and more content, just search American Grown Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review.
1: If you'd like to be a featured guest on the podcast, please direct message or email Austin at americangrownpod at gmail.com.